Hey, welcome to another edition of Late Night with Larry. I'm here with my co-host, Vince. Vince, as usual, give him a shout-out. Hey, everybody. How's it going? I'm uh, glad to be back in the Larry D. Studios. That's right. And on today's episode, we're just going to talk about a few things that we've experienced lately that we can't make heads or tails of it. And uh, it's actually got it's, it has me stumped. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. but we'll take you back to the beginning, right? Where it all started, because um, last episode I mentioned that we might have a new uh, spot to go squatch in, and right, that spot is the Sandia Mountains uh, to the east of Albuquerque. Now, I've heard of stories, and uh, there's one college professor at a Gallup that took his class on an expedition, and he got in trouble because he used a thousand dollars of the university's money, which ain't nothing right but uh there was a lot of uh, i don't know people make a big stink about nothing these days but there was a, a lot of controversy controversy and i i guess he ended up having to pay it back or something right but uh he, he's one of the speakers when we went to the bigfoot uh festival in the hamas springs right now he's a pretty good guy I, I liked what he had to say he had some good stories he even had some prints and um Albuquerque is on the west side of the Sandias. So when we hear stories about Sasquatch in the Sandias, we're like, no way, because it's really not that thick, and there's really nothing there. You know, I've hiked it. It's it's more high desert. Right. But uh, I, it was about a week ago. We took a ride up there. We went around the back end of uh, on the east side of the Sandias. Of the yeah, and it's a totally different story over there. It is, and and the forest is thick, and we went. Oh, we we went about midnight, and we said we're gonna take. Well, my brother had already been up there, and I said, well, let's take a ride up there now, and it was about midnight that we made our way up there, and as we were traveling up the mountain to get to the peak, yeah, it, I agree. There's a lot of thick forest there, and it can be squatchy. Right, and in some parts it's actually thicker than it is in uh, in the Hamas. In the Hamas, yeah. And um, I, I got on the internet a little bit, tried to do some research. I, I didn't have a whole lot of time because of work, and I had to go out of town. But uh, th- they have found prints. They've they say they found scat. Now that's I, I I still I'm not sure about that. How do you know it's Bigfoot scat? How do you know it's not bear scat? Right. But they said they have found things like that, and footprints was a big thing. And I guess there. Have been some eyewitness accounts yeah and see i have never heard of eyewitness accounts there now i did hear and i don't know if it was in the sandias but i did hear that up in the cliff area that when they were doing the finding bigfoot episodes and whatnot they did find like habitation spots where they uh found like where they bed down right right and uh i i I took that with the grain of salt because from the albuquerque side it's all just desert mountain and you're like well we now we do have some forest on that side but it's not as thick as the east side of the mountain right yeah and and i i would say it's thick because because of the way the wind patterns are the moisture gets blown up and over and that's why they always get snow and rain and we don't right right now if you follow this um the sandia mountains it's once you get out of albuquerque you start going up in elevation it gets 
it starts getting thick right away. You you turn left at a town called Tijeras, and uh, if you turn right, there's another mountain range there called the Manzano Mountains, and there's there's some thick forest there also. Right. It's it kind of runs all the way south. I don't know how far it goes, but I don't know. Maybe they use that to pass through. I'm not sure they they stay there permanently, but definitely definitely a pass through that we've seen deer. Uh, they have. Plenty of uh, nuts, berries. Right. Now, they, they have the habitat to where they could survive. Uh, but I just never really looked at the east side. Right. We, the, we had never been there before. Uh, yeah, I just didn't. But now that we have went there, it does make sense. Now, we went there because we know someone that was driving that area. And they didn't have a squat sighting. They supposedly had an alien sighting. Right. They were, uh, there's there's an area up there, if you take that road, it takes you to a small town of Madrid or Madrid, depending on how you want to pronounce it. Right. If you've seen the movie Wild Hogs, that's where it was filmed. But um, all around there, there's good hiking. And he, this individual usually goes hiking there. Now, what happened, he had a pet guinea pig that passed away so he wanted to go bury it in the mountains on his favorite hiking trail so he was going up there he went up there at night after he got off work and once he got close to where he hikes he said he saw something and um it was strange because he said like the legs and the head were illuminated but you couldn't really see the torso and he thinks it was an alien he oh he's convinced he, he knows he saw something, but just from what he saw, he thinks it's an alien. He's not real sure, but he's real sure he saw something. Right. And uh, I'm going to have to take his word for it because I wasn't there. And, you know, most people that do say they see things, they genuinely do, whether it's in their mind or, or it's true. Now, we bring this up because... We were driving that same road, and we thought, well, maybe we'll see something similar. Now, we did get to the small town of Madrid, Madrid, however you want to say it. Okay, now, now by this time, it's like 2, two almost 3 o'clock in the morning. It was it was around 2 in the morning. We, we made a trip up to the thick forest, and it, it's still pretty foresty up on the mountains, but uh, the road we travel is kind of in a valley, so it's more high desert, and... Uh, Right when we got into probably the city limits of Madrid, right? Right, yes. So we were, of course, I'm driving, and we were doing about 65 miles an hour just before we enter into the city. And uh, we both saw what we thought was a huge dog run in front of my truck. Here's the kicker. We both saw the hair that came up to the top of my grill. But it was so close, we both thought, oh, my God, I hit it. But we didn't hear a thud, or we didn't feel like we ran over anything. And when I checked my truck, there was nothing. There was no damage. There was no hair. There was no blood. So we can't figure out what we saw. But we both know we saw something, and we're, we're not crazy because we both saw the same thing. Only there's no evidence showing that... We hit something. Right. But going as fast as we did, and it ran out in front of us so fast, there's no way we could have missed it. We should have hit it. Right. It, it darted out, and my initial thought was, uh, 
it had the look it was it seemed a little mangy like a coyote would be right and i i thought a coyote but we started talking and thinking and it was way too big to be a coyote because uh my brother has a big truck it's it's a tundra it's it's pretty it's high a, truck it's four by four tundra and we could see the hair on the back right above your hood we could see it right in front of the truck like so close when 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 we were supposed to make impact right now i didn't see anything go on the right side of me because i was on the passenger side nothing exited that way now it was too big to duck down and not hit anything there's no way it could have ducked down it it, it didn't duck down because we saw the hair right it was running across and this is what we can't figure out what was it i mean it was moving so fast but yet we both caught a real quick glimpse of the hair as it was moving back and when we drove on i told my brother oh shit i I think we hit something but we didn't because we thought about it we're like wait a minute there was no thud or we didn't feel the tires move like you know if you've ever hit a a dog crossing the the road you know or even something as small as a rabbit right you You hear it you hear the thud and and the cry but there's and when i saw it run out in front of us i even kind of i flinched and cringed you know getting ready for the impact right because and if you ever hit a dog, it's not fun because you hear the dog scream. It's no fun, it's, you know. Yeah, you know, it's, of course, you know, you don't mean to. The, some of these animals just run out in front of you. And you, you never do it intentionally. But for what happened that night, we both don't know. All we know is we saw hair rise above, a little above my hood and it was moving fast. Now, when we talked about it, we both agreed that, yeah, I saw it out of my peripheral vision coming fast and we both caught a real quick glimpse of the hair passing by the hood. Right, and I, I guess it was perfect timing because I was talking to you. We're just, we're still talking about, you know, the possibility of Sasquatch in the Sandias and I, I, I was kind of facing toward him and we were talking, and I saw it run out. Uh, he, he, he had his eyes on the road. He saw it out of the corner of his eye, but I seen it. I seen it dart. It was moving fast, too. Yes, it was. And I don't know why we didn't hit it. Yeah, or that was... What, 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 to this day, we're calling it the ghost dog because I can't explain it. Right. Now, we drove all the way up to Santa Fe, and my first initial thought was, check your truck, make sure you didn't, you know... Uh, something that big was is going to mess up your truck. Oh, oh it definitely would have. Even a dog would have messed up my bumper or something. Right. I would have had some damage done to it. Right. But there was nothing. I even looked under the wheel well, everything. There was nothing. Right. And, la- and like he said, we never heard or felt any kind of impact. So that was kind of strange. It, I've been thinking about it since it happened. And I, I'm not going to let myself go crazy. But I just don't know what it was. I, I don't. And, and like we're telling you people, when people say they see something, you could either believe them or not. Right. Now, I know we weren't hallucinating because we both saw the same thing and we agreed upon it. Yeah. And I don't know what it was. Right. And, you know, we were, we were in the... And we were in a right frame of mind because we we're out driving. Right. Uh, maybe a little fatigued because you know we're up in the middle of the night cruising around looking for cryptids and ghosts or aliens. So we could bring you the rest of the story. 
That's right. <laughs> and, we, you know, we were just making our rounds for, for two things. We were talking about it, it is squatchy up near the crest. And right. then we said, well, let's take a ride toward Madrid and see if we could see the alien or whatnot. And now we didn't see an alien, but we can't explain what we saw. Right, right. Now, we, we went up there. I, I've been on that road before. Uh, I, I, I ride a motorcycle. I, I've been out to Madrid several times. My brother's never been back on that road. That's why we were taking it. That's right. And if you want to see something, what better time than 3 in the morning? That's right. And, you know, most sightings, some people do have daytime sightings, but most sightings for the paranormal happen at night. Right. Why that is, I don't <clears throat> know, but... I, I can only tell you, our listeners out there, that we did have a paranormal sighting. Cause, and we have to call it that because we saw something, but yet we didn't have a physical impact with it when we should have. Right, and there was no damage. <clears throat> now, we talked about this for about a week, back and forth, retracing the steps before we decided it's got to be paranormal. Right. And we just can't explain it. Right. So if any of you live in this area that we're talking about and you've experienced the same thing, hey, reach out to us. And, you know, I usually give uh, my email at the beginning of the uh, episode, but I'm going to give it now. And it's late night with Larry 55 at gmail.com. Let us know if you've seen anything. And while you're there, hit the subscribe button. Right, hit it. And also a little reminder, we're on YouTube now. And uh, if you've seen our last or our first really podcast on there. That's right. Um, we're starting to upload video. We're, we're still pretty new with that. So we're experimenting. Right. We want to get better. And so you guys have the full experience. We, we will get better. And if you want to yeah. see most of the uploads on YouTube, they're audio. And you could search it for Late Night with Larry, Episode 1. It'll come up that way because there's a few late nights that'll get commingled and you'll have to search. But if you want to see the video, do Late Night with Larry, Episode 54. And that'll bring you up some real nice video footage of the Hamas Mountains while we talk about our... Our, our, our journey. Our journey, yeah. that's right. And... Yeah. Uh, and I think you'll find that interesting. So as when you're on the YouTube as well, hit subscribe. Right. But getting back to that, that ghost dog. Yes. I, I just can't explain it any other way because we both saw it <laughs> plain as day. Uh, and, and it was huge. And I, I was thinking it was about the size of a probably a timber wolf or something. It, it was. It had, to, it had to be the size of a wolf. Now, for any of you that have... Just, by a Toyota Tundra, the grill. I'm 5'8", and the grill comes up to, to my chest. Right. Now, you have some pretty big dogs, but yeah. they wouldn't stand that high. I'd have to put both my dogs. Uh, my dogs would have to be on top of each other's shoulders running to be that big. Yeah. And uh, I just, I don't know what it was, man. Now, we were cruising, and I, I seen it come out just the blink of an eye, and it was in front of us that fast. It, it it happened so fast, but yet I I saw the hair, and to me I saw like a reddish orange hair. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that brings me back to another point. We we've even we joked about this a little bit at the time, but a lot of people who get into accidents on the highway, especially truckers, they say a black dog runs in front of them. That's right. You've heard the story of the black dog. Right. We have a cousin in Phoenix. Uh, he was in the Marine Corps. I believe he was here on leave going back. He actually rolled his car, and he said he was avoiding a black dog in the road right so maybe we got the white dog here in new mexico well, well it wasn't white it had reddish brown hair yeah well i in the lights you know you just see a, a lighter color and i i did and and actually it happened so fast i don't even know if i'm being correct i just i'm just telling you what my vision caught right because it was fast it just happened so fast yeah, and I, I remember just kind of bracing for impact, and there was nothing. Right, and as I saw it go across the top of my hood, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I, I know you even hit the brakes a little bit, but I, I it was it was kind of too late when you did. It was too late. It was after the fact. It was after the fact, but we still, there was not we hit nothing. Right. And I don't know an animal that could move that fast. Right, yeah, it was quick because we were we were doing well. We were doing the speed limit, but we're still it's a highway. We're trucking. Yeah, we're we're cooking along. Yeah, but I don't know. We drove into Santa Fe three in the morning, got us some all sub burritos, and contemplated what we saw. That's right. Now that's kind of what we do on our days off is we we go, explore. We, we go out there and we're we're exploring. We're trying to bring some truth to you to let you know if we see anything right now field research is our favorite thing that's right. and and that's what uh prompted my brother to come up with the idea to start a podcast because we've been going to the Hamus for years <laughs> now on all the way up when we're there and all the way back we could just go back and forth about any issue we'll talk for hours straight with no problem about different topics and right. and he said we should just do a podcast you know because we we obviously have a, a lot to talk about i don't know if we're full of hot air or what but you know but we, we talk about things that we'd like you know like sasquatch or paranormal aliens uh southwest folklore because it's near and dear to our heart and we've experienced a lot of it that's right but uh yeah he said we 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 do enough talking about it we just gotta focus on one subject at a time and hey we got a podcast going and and my thing is let's do a podcast let's share our stories and maybe there are people out there that are listeners and they have a similar story and share it with us right you know um there's got to be people in our area who've experienced similar things and we're not going to judge you we're not you don't even have to tell us your real name now i will say this we've been telling you that soon we'll have the calling capabilities so i'm thinking within by the end of october we'll be able to take one to two callers at a time yes now getting back to the field research part the the last podcast we did when my brother uploaded some footage on uh on youtube youtube that was our last journey we were just out where we always look for new forest roads somewhere to explore uh we we look for places off the beaten path That's right because if the less human contact the better our chances are of experiencing something and we definitely found some places where there's no way in or out without a four-wheel 
drive vehicle. Now, that brings me up to another subject. So people say, like, we're out there, we're cruising, we're, we're looking, we want to see. Now, people say that they find us, we don't find them. And I just recently heard someone say that once we, me and you, enter the forest, if they're around, and now I don't know if this is true, no one knows if it's true, that they automatically know that we've entered their they, territory. They could sense it. They sense it, and they know what we're there for. Right. So if our intentions are malicious, they'll know it and they'll avoid us. Uh, how true that is, that's just another theory that was thrown out there. And uh, I don't know. Right. Now, now I believe what we've been doing, because uh, we go back to the same spot where I had my encounter. Right. Now, they call it habituation, where we go to the same spot that maybe they pass through, and little by little, they get used to us being there. Right. So, I, I think they are used to it. I think they do know who we are, because... I'd say at least 90% of the time, we have some kind of experience, sound, things being thrown. Right. Now, hopefully, as time goes by, they'll get closer. Now, they have been closer. Like, my first experience, I was within 20, 30 yards. Right. Now, with you, you've heard some screams that were pretty up close, too. I heard some screams, and I will always go back to the bottle that we heard got thrown and there was no one else out there but us right but there was a scream when you contemplated leaving <laughs> yeah well yeah i mean yeah but i i think i i think they already know who we are why we're there they know we're not there to hurt them no uh, and you know and that if they truly know our intentions then they just know that i want I want a visual so I could say yes. Not not only that, we just want more knowledge. That's it, you know. Now, and I believe that's why every time we go there, maybe they give us a little nugget. And that's fine. Like the, the last time with the gas can or whatever it was. Whatever the, so, it was. What, something was carrying a can around. And and, and you know what? There, there's another thing that people probably think these guys are making up stories. But no, I mean, we know what we heard. And, and we know what we see. We see the signs. There, there's trees blocking the road sometimes. That These trees, there's no stump. There's no uprooted roots. These trees were placed there. Well, and, and I, I uploaded that footage of the tree hanging upside down where, it's, where they bent the little tree over. And they hung a, and a they branch hung, from they, it. They hung a dead branch upside down. Now, it, this ain't, we're not talking a small branch. No, no, no. So if you go check out... On YouTube, Late Night with Larry, episode 54, you'll see where I filmed it, and I can't explain that. Now, if you look at the tree, and you look what's surrounding it, it's pretty, it's up high. And now, if someone's going to prank us, they're, they're going to need a ladder. They're going to have to take a ladder to the forest to do that. And and that, that branch wasn't small. No, it wasn't. Now, we went further back on that road, and... We had pretty much to be in four-hole drive all the time. It was and, rough. And even back there, now I'm not saying the trees were pushed over, but that's what it sure looked like to me because we had to veer off the road yep. to go around it. And we also found a pile of bones. We did. And uh, we didn't get out and, and go investigate, but I told my brother, there's bones right over there. Now, if an animal dies, you know, his skeleton, 
and and usually the the forest will reclaim it pretty quick but they're laid out pretty, pretty much the way they lay yeah, right. these bones were piled up yeah they were now now we're talking about back in the deep woods where you you need a good four-hole drive because there was times where we were slipping and stuff and 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 that's why I, we got so far i told my brother i said put it in four-wheel drive yeah i said it, we're we're slipping and the 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 traction controls kicking and i said put it in four-wheel drive man now we didn't stop we seen a lot of signs a lot of the way but we didn't stop because <laughs> we did not even know where this road led right it, it, it was this was uncharted territory for right, us right and uh uncharted for a lot of a lot of people because uh there was i guess there wasn't a whole lot of tracks but that tree that was blocking the road that was pretty fresh because there was no tracks going around it yep and you, you could just tell that no one's been back on that road probably not even the forest service for a while because it was it was just rugged yeah but uh those are the kind of areas we look for to do research because you know, I'm not going to lie, it's it's pretty damn scary back there, especially once that sun goes down. Right, and and that's, we talked about that. We said, if you want to test your manhood, drive this road at night. Now, a lot of people be like, oh, I'll do it. Yeah, that's what you say till the sun goes down. Yeah, no, it, it's creepy. Now, I have done it, but I've, I've only been back as far as where we go camping. But even that, when you're by yourself, that's creepy as hell. Yep. You know, I've been back there at 2, 3 in the morning all alone. And you got to get out and uh, do whatever you do. And I'm not going to lie. I, I was I was freaked out a little bit at that time. I'm like, ah, I'm out of here. I'll wait till my brother's off. <laughs> right. And, and I did say we need to drive that road at night. Uh, now, when we drive it at night, we're going to keep it in four-wheel drive the whole time. Right, right. Now, it wouldn't be a bad idea. I, I have a, a winch we could hook to the front end and take with us just in case. Right. And, and you know, and here's the thing. If, if squatches do what, like, some people have bad experiences and they attack their cars and slap them and, and uh, you know, confront them, there's nothing we could do because on that road, we... we we cannot get out fast. We're going to have to sit there, grin and bear it, and hope for the best. Right. And that, that brought to mind the story of uh, Wes from Sasquatch Chronicles. If anyone's right. familiar with his story, they went in, they had, they had them in front of them, and there was no place to turn around. So they had to do some backing up, and we would be in a similar situation. We definitely would. And now, now Wes and Woody's story, yeah, they were... They were in a position to where they had to sit and wait it out and it terrified them and if that were to happen to us on that road we'd be in the it, same situation it'd be the same situation right now i always carry a side piece when i go to the the forest but you know if there's more than one you don't want to start something that you can't finish well and you know wes and woody thought that that there was one but then another one popped out right and then they heard some in the back you know, they they thought they were being flanked, like they could, out of the peripheral vision, one ran behind them, and then one popped out right in the middle of the road, and then a smaller one, which they think was the female, and they just, uh, I guess, as uh, Ron Moorhead would say, they displayed them. Right. They did. They did a display. A display, and <clears throat> then they left, and that's when. Uh, Wes told his brother Woody, he said, we're out of here. Right. Now, 
taking a few steps back to what you said about the theory is that once you enter the forest they know why you're there and stuff and hopefully they know we're just there doing research we want to know about them so if we're ever in that situation hopefully we're okay because we've been in situations where we've heard them and we're vulnerable right there in our tents and they if they wanted us they could have taken us long ago they they could have because yeah we're we're basically meat wrapped up in a in a nylon we're, we're basically a, a giant all subs burrito <laughs> that's right so you know it, it is possible but but that's it, not going to discourage us we're, we're going to go because you know maybe it's a bad thing they say curiosity killed the cat but we we got that curiosity and my brother's heard things i've heard things i've i've seen the eye shine they're so close but we still thirst for knowledge right i just i just want to know i mean for me part of knowing is getting that first initial sighting right that that five second sighting where i could focus my brain could process it and i could say wow okay now we we both pretty much know we just want visual confirmation that's that's it i want visual confirmation and when we find out you could be sure we're going to tell you well you will know yeah because our our next very next podcast will be shaking and trembling we may even cry a little bit yeah but (laughs) yeah oh you'll see it on youtube (laughs) That's, that's right but anyway tonight that's what we wanted to share with you uh we hope you enjoyed it and like we said if you've had an experience reach out to us we'll we'll now be able to have you call in and share your story with us um maybe you got a unique story that everyone wants to hear and uh don't be afraid i mean this subject and this topic is getting acceptance more and more yes right and even if you don't want to you know put your name out there or even be on but we would love to share your story if you write it down for us email it to us we you give us permission we'll share it for you yeah and if you want to call in let us know yep we'd love to hear from you even if you just want to call in and say hey what's up i like what you guys are doing or i think you guys are both clowns whatever you want to tell us right whatever and 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 you know actually we do need some feedback people we, we've gotten some feedback, not a whole lot. It's it's all been positive. We just, you know, we want more, you know. We know you guys are listening. We just, hey, just give us a shout out. Say, hey, what's up? That's right. Anyway, thanks for listening tonight. And uh, until next time. Peace. Be cool. <laughs>